Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's 930 in 716. The Mueller Report again. No, I'm not going to be watching. Probably. Maybe I'll see a little bit of it. I'm not going to be watching Mueller. Uh, So if anyone's looking for high drama, they're probably going to get it, but they're not going to get it probably from Robert Mueller. Mueller has been cleared that... The written Mueller report is his testimony. He intends to stay within the four corners of that written report. And here we go again. I'm Tim Wenger on 930 and 716. House Republicans pledging tough questioning of special counsel Robert Mueller when he testifies before Congress Wednesday as Democrats plan to air evidence of wrongdoing by President Donald Trump in a potentially last-ditch bid to impeach him. For his part, though, President Trump says he won't pay too close attention. No, I'm not going to be watching. Probably, maybe I'll see a little bit of it. I'm not going to be watching Mueller uh, because uh, you can't take all those bites out of the apple. We had uh, no collusion, no obstruction. We had no nothing. We had uh, a total no collusion finding. The Democrats were devastated by it. They went crazy. They've gone off the deep end. Robert Mueller, I know he's conflicted. He had a lot, There's a lot of conflicts that he's got, including the fact that his best friend is Comey. But he's got conflicts with me, too. He's got big conflicts with me. As you know, he wanted the job of the FBI director. He didn't get it. And we had a business uh, relationship where I said no. And uh, I would say that he wasn't happy. Then all of a sudden, he gets this position. But you know what? He still ruled, and I respect him for it. He still ruled. No collusion, no obstruction. And uh, this thing should have ended a long time ago. This has been going on for two and a half years. Representative Doug Collins, top Republican on the House Judiciary Committee, says the American public is growing weary of the Russian investigation three months after the release of the special counsel's 448-page report. Both sides seeming to agree that Mueller's testimony could be pivotal in shifting public opinion on the question of holding the president accountable. New York Representative Gerald Nadler, chairman of the Judiciary Committee, said Mueller's report lays out very substantial evidence that Trump is guilty of high crimes and misdemeanors, the constitutional standard for impeachment. So, what to expect? I wouldn't expect Robert Mueller to go beyond really the boundaries of what he set for himself, both in the Mueller report. Two voices, beginning with Dave Leventhal from the Center for Public Integrity. So if anyone's looking for high drama, they're probably going to get it, but they're not going to get it probably from Robert Mueller. Robert Mueller is likely going to just stick to his knitting. He's going to stick to the text, stick to his previous statement. So if anyone thinks that he's going to suddenly drop some massive bombshell tomorrow, you might be disappointed, Susan. Yeah, I, I think a lot of people are expecting uh, really to hear not much other than what was in the report. I guess the question is, are more people going to be paying attention to what's said tomorrow than actually paid attention to what is in the report? Or is it just going to be talking to the same audience? 
<laughs> well, quite possibly. There, there may be some people who uh, didn't tune in uh, in previous iterations of this uh, who are going to be tuning in now. So this will be new to them in the sense that they're hearing it for the first time. But really, this is going to be a big opportunity for members of Congress to grandstand, to showboat, to stand on their soapbox. And this is going to be Democrats and Republicans alike. Uh, they're going to use this as a grand opportunity either to defend the president or to pillory the president. And you can expect hours and hours and hours of that, even if Robert Mueller is relatively silent throughout the whole thing. You know, he received a letter from the Justice Department Monday advising him about what he can and cannot testify to. Is that unusual in any way? Well, this whole situation is unusual. It's uh, obviously the uh, just the very notion of investigating a uh, president of the United States and people around him and the situation that involves uh, a foreign entity uh, infiltrating an election. I mean, this is uh, very unique in, uh, in, on multiple fronts. So, uh, so yeah, I, I don't think that anything that uh, is going to happen as a precursor to Mueller's testimony is is uh, going to be anything but uh, just part of this very, very odd and protracted period of time that uh, we've all been experiencing in our own ways. But is that going to really, truly affect uh, what Robert uh, Mueller says or says not? I think we can uh, almost take it to the bank that Robert Mueller is going to be very, very conservative in what he says and is going to say as little as he possibly can. And we're probably going to hear him say the same thing over and over and over again, or if we have been paying attention to the Mueller report uh, and his previous statements, that we're going to hear a lot of that just kind of rehashed all over again as well. Yeah, to that point, I mean, is this going to be a, a dead issue even by the next Democratic debates? Not necessarily, and uh, it, it, I think will depend in part on what the members of Congress say. Uh, as I mentioned a moment ago, I really think that you're going to have Democrats and Republicans alike uh, just trying to score as many political points or to make as many points uh, of their own during this testimony. So the presidential debates, uh, which are coming up in just a couple of days out in Detroit, uh, they're uh, likely going to address this issue, uh, particularly if the moderators themselves push the issue. You might not have presidential candidates uh, who are rushing to talk about the Mueller investigation. They want to move in a very different direction and talk about any number of issues from the climate to jobs to military affairs and foreign affairs. Uh, so this will likely come up, uh, but may not be necessarily a headline topic of the debates. Are there any questions or, for that matter, answers that you're really going to have your radar out for, that you're expecting to hear? Oh, sure. I think there are certainly a lot of things that uh, have gone unanswered but uh, are likely not going to be answered if Robert Mueller doesn't want to answer the questions. Uh, One thing in particular is the interplay and the interactions between Attorney General William Barr and Robert Mueller. Uh, This has become a major storyline over the past couple of months uh, when it became clear that Robert Mueller and uh, Attorney General Barr were uh, not on the same page uh, in certain regards. And a lot of Democrats uh, uh, criticizing William Barr as uh, being almost the president's own personal lawyer in the situation, uh, which Republicans uh, uh, very much uh, in general disagree with, uh, but expect that issue to come up. And I'll be curious to see if Robert Mueller does, uh, if he's going to deviate from any script, if he would deviate from that script on that issue, since it's such a personal one between him and William Barr. If you were riveted by the 400-page 
written version of the Mueller report. Stay tuned. You're now going to get the audio book. Alex Castellanos, too, thinks this will be nothing more than a verbal confirmation of what's already been written and reported extensively. Democrat strategy seems to be to read big hunks of it and say, is that what you said, Robert Mueller? And uh, bring that up before the American people to build a case for impeachment. Of course, Nancy Pelosi does not want impeachment. So there's still a lot of tension there, but are we going to hear anything new? No. Mueller has been clear that the written Mueller report is his testimony. He intends to stay within the four corners of that written report. So not a lot's going to change, Is uh, would be my bet. And do you think there'll probably be a lot of one-word answers tomorrow? I think Robert Mueller is going to be very terse and very curt and constrained here. Yes, uh, Susan, he hates politics, not Republicans, not Democrats, politics. He does not want to be the political football for either side in this. So I think you're going to see Mueller say as little as possible or less. That being said, you know, we were uh, every time we hear testimony on Capitol Hill, it's a question mark. Is this going to be a long, drawn-out testimony? Is this going to be like the Kavanaugh hearings, which lasted all day? I mean, this could go by relatively quickly. It could. And what we're going to see is a lot of posturing from both sides. Democrats are going to go uh, at Mueller this way. Uh, Mr. Mueller, did you find conclusive evidence that the president did not collude with the Russians? No. Did you find conclusive evidence that the president did not obstruct justice? Aha. No. Well, that means then uh, that, of course, he did collude. He did obstruct. But the argument there, of course, is that uh, did you find conclusive evidence that there are no little green men on Mars? Well, no. There must be little green men on Mars. It's not a very strong argument. Republicans are going to do the opposite. Their counter-programming is going to be, you were supposed to look into Russian influence in our elections. What about Hillary and the fake dossier with info from Michael Steele that he got from the Russians? Did you look into that? Aha, partisan witch hunt. How concerned is the White House about this testimony tomorrow? We know that the Justice Department sent Mueller a letter yesterday advising him of what he can and cannot testify to. Deliver. The White House has seen a lot of polling telling them that people are tired of this, that uh, people are tired of impeachment, that they're tired of of the political battles in Washington, and that people see this as all inauthentic political partisanship. Case in point, behind the scenes, while all this Mueller stuff is going on, Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, and the president got together to cut a deal for $2 trillion worth of more of spending for the next two years, $2 trillion more than we have. And so they see Washington uh, working just fine to spend money we don't have and then fighting these political battles that don't seem to be capturing people's attention. Uh, what... I guess, uh, are you looking for tomorrow that might lead us to new information? Is it maybe less about Mueller and more about the people asking the questions? We might learn something about uh, some of the people doing that tomorrow. Yes, I think we'll see. We'll see the, a lot of congressmen on both sides working very hard to get reelected. So we'll see a bit of that. But the one vulnerability I think I see here for the White House and for Democrats, too, is 
this line of questioning. Robert Barr, the attorney general, has said that he asked Mueller three times, look, were you constrained from indicting the president or filing criminal charges by the Justice Department rule that says you can't indict a sitting president? Or did you just decide independently of that there wasn't enough evidence here? And Barr says that Mueller told him three times, no, I was not constrained by that ruling. I did not find that there was enough evidence to do those things. Now, Democrats are going to go very hard at him there and say, Mueller, would you have indicted the president if he'd not been the sitting president, if he'd been Joe Schmo? That's where we're going to see Mueller tested. Will he stay within the bounds of his report, or will he go to new ground he hasn't tread before? That's, I think, the best Democrats could hope for, but I don't think they're going to get that from Robert Mueller. So, in a way, is it Barr on the hot seat tomorrow? Yes, I think you're going to see Barr's testimony before Congress that Mueller told him three times, no, Mueller told me he was not constrained by that. That's going to be on the hot seat. If that is true, Barr is in good shape. If anybody went too far there, Barr is saying something that Mueller sees differently, then we could have a new fissure in the investigation. Alex, how many Americans do you think read the report from Mueller between its release and now? We could probably count them. Not that many. Um, So... uh, but they've certainly seen highlights of it on the news. They've seen experts, excerpts. They've seen things like that. So uh, you, you, didn't, uh, you didn't read the book, but you got plenty of clips from the movie on the news. There's very little new here that Americans haven't been exposed to. So there's very little room for this to grow unless there's some new information. Live coverage on WBEN when it begins Wednesday morning. That's 930 in 716. We're back tomorrow with another edition from the studios of WBEN Buffalo. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.